Welcome back, everyone, to the Dip Dudes podcast. It is January 19th. I hate uh, it when you some... mention dates. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I what we wanted the Manny out. intro. We wanted the Manny intro. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get the Manny intro. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dip Dudes podcast. Uh, the date is non-disclosed. We've got some <laughs> great <laughs> stories for you today. Um, I got to keep it all in. A lot, of interesting, a lot of interesting stuff happened this week. Yeah, tell me. What, what happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, see, I see. I got some some cyber attack stories from Noah. Why do you Ferrari read all my stories? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do this? <laughs> I might have some mentions of Microsoft laying some people off. Maybe some facts about some Wy- new Wyoming laws. You, you know, you, you never know. What What's is this about? podcast? <laughs> is it about stocks? <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> It's oh about events that affect stocks. Is it? Isn't that everything? Interesting. <laughs> what affects the S and P five hundred? Poor Manny, just getting flamed. Yeah, sorry, Manny. No, no, I will turn it off. No, you know what? The, I the rest of the thing, I'm only going to be supportive of. No more, no more many intros for the next two months. <laughs> wow. <are> on their <laughs> you were controversial about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, who's uh, whose story's first day? We can start oh, off with Netflix. Hoping, Did you see, uh, guys, see that Netflix has been up? Uh, no, Netflix has been really. doing pretty good. Netflix is doing been... stellar, <laughs> like fantastic. Really? Wait, like 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 super recently? Like recently enough within the month of January. <laughs> Damn. Let's That's look at their crazy. stock. Check it out right now. Okay. I bought when, it oh, yeah. right? report? at like 360, you know? 340. And obviously, since that happened a year ago, I've lost all my money. Mm-hmm. And I've sold it as it Not spiked. And look look at how close it is now. I still have a, one share left. It's, you know, it's Yo. nearly back there. <laughs> they said that uh, the... They reported that they added 7.7 million subscribers the final three months of the year, and analysts expected 4.5 million, and they had 7.7 million. Wow! Which did, so remember they when they Q4? like were under expectations by like <laughs> half a million or something, and everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, oh, oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, 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 that was like it's around this they, time they, last year, no? It's because they haven't missed growth projections in like a long time so i think it freaked everyone out that's oh like the no only way they stop growing gonna... for half a second it's like are you kidding me netflix investment <laughs> be stable for a second like isn't that nice like <laughs> it's not like and that was Coca-Cola's mostly just because they i'm I sure mean, like, part they... of it also has to do with like inflation right because if you're stable in like today's market you're losing money like that's just a fact. You're losing so much more money now than you were five years ago. Than usual, for sure. That's for super sure. fair, but like sometimes you have to take a risk as a business, and if you remain stable and then t- took that risk, I think you know, fair on them, right? Like, let's see what happens next year with whatever they had done or like whatever their argument might be. And I feel like the second a tech company is not growing, it's like, oh my god, like they don't know what they're doing. But mm-hmm. it it's hard as a tech company to project how much money you're going to make where other industries, it's much easier depending on 
trends and you know whatever the hell not but i don't know i just they're they're definitely more volatile than like a oil stock or something totally yeah because they're only really reliant on one type of customer I think most of their subscriber downtick was because they raised prices by like 30 or 40%. So I think they were right when they announced it. They're like, it's going to be tough for the next little bit. But then once we get those numbers under us and people start subscribing again, like it's going to be pretty massive growth. Yeah. Well, they they jumped like 7% after hours because they reported the, those numbers. So they did great. And then their CEO just stepped down. That's the big news. Wow. So they have a co-CEO. So they have um, the guy who was one of the co-founders and then the, a guy who has been in charge of like the expansion of the, the, mm-hmm. the SaaS business and, and stuff. And uh, if I'm thinking of it correctly, I forgot what I read. <laughs> but the, the guy who's the original founder stepped down. He said... Like the other guys have been running it for a while. The COO took over for him as the new co-CEO. I think it's really mm-hmm. weird that there's two CEOs, but they that probably have kind of interesting. some significant reason for it. Um, so but I all operations. Normal, it's kind of interesting that that's not affecting the stock negatively, because I'm assuming it's going to run differently. He's kind of acting like all you know everything as usual but he's been there for 20 years (laughs) yeah but you think that he was really holding down the practices that they were making for the past 20 years like i don't think just because one person leaves the entire mantra of the company is going to change no i completely agree with you but it's one person that can't stop things from happening now and it's going to increase the liberalness of this business and i think you're going to see netflix make a move in a particular direction where you're like, really? <laughs> That's your next idea? Because... Um, I mean, it's not like they were already not making bad ideas. Like the Netflix gaming stuff that they busted a bunch of money into. So it's I don't not think like, the gaming thing was a dumb idea. You know what I heard the other day is that the gaming industry is bigger than the entire TV industry. I don't doubt it. I just movie. don't go to Netflix to play games. <laughs> yeah, I know, absolutely. I but like, it's. I think it's an interesting place to diversify the business as an entertainment company, right? But I don't know. True, but it was. But I think I think my point was that it's a pretty liberal move. You know, so play Bandersnatch. Like if... <laughs> I I didn't get around to it. You don't remember that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna know what I'm talking about. It's like an no. interactive Netflix game where you like choose oh. what happens in the oh, TV, yeah. TV show. Oh sure, yeah. That, that's that's those... not that's not a game. That's like a I don't know. No, that's, that's what, what they games like... used to be like back in the day, Manny. You'd be on a computer and you would they, just click uh, on stuff. That's, all, that's, the that's whole... what they added as a result. Is those interactive like games, I guess. Where you control the story and, and shit. Well, I think that was kind of like the beginning. There was like of... a Minecraft one too. <laughs> was there really? Yeah. I, I, I on Netflix? On, on the feed sometimes. I'm pretty sure. I've never like done one though. They all just like don't interest me. I'm not I don't go to Netflix to like use a controller <laughs> like i go to i didn't Netflix. use a controller <laughs> you mean yeah it's... but i'm not i don't want to like use the remote like the whole time i'm watching netflix like i'm using netflix i guess to, uh, like, i did it with something and, and unwind or just chill or, or whatever i did it with sports. people you know what i mean i think it's more of like 
the whole Netflix and chill idea of you like watching with other people was an idea <laughs> for them. They they love that. If you like hear the company, they feel like they've really embraced it as a culture, right? <laughs> and uh, I think to them, they thought, oh, well, this is an addition to this culture we're creating is you get to play games like in this group. I don't think anyone would do that alone. Like it, it almost seems freaking boring, doesn't it? <laughs> to yeah, play one of those types sure, of games alone. Sure, I see what you But mean, with other but people, you're like, oh, you chose the like... wrong one or... Yeah, I don't know. Like, wh- we're going off on a tangent. They, I think they cut the entire industry. So, I mean, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> region and of the jump seven percent because of. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> um, I wouldn't invest in the company, but you know, good, good on them for getting stock back. <laughs> you would, you would not invest currently. No. no. Do you think because it's overvalued? You don't think like the growth is going to continue? Like what? What is your red flag? When I first invested in Netflix, um, it was because they were going through this cycle where for the last couple of years, every time they had released like <laughs> a show, they spiked like a specific, like, when they got Breaking Bad, they spiked a lot, right? And like all this mm-hmm. crap. And like when they got Seinfeld, they spiked a lot. And that's the one I really watched. I, 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 I that like I caught on to. Mm-hmm. and i did it and i think when i made money is when they watched queen's gambit it was something like that and i invested in them again and they kind of demonstrated to me that they are a very volatile stock and that they're not on as much of a cycle as i thought they were and with some bad press they could just like freaking go down like apple gets bad press nothing happens you know they're, complete, know. they're completely bulletproof <laughs> but insane. um but even like t-mobile just had that huge hack today which is something i wanted to talk about yeah and i about I, I doubt it's really going to affect the longevity of their stock because they've been hacked <laughs> they were like, like, like a year ago or something like that they had a major hack like yeah, no one cares like, no yeah exactly it just boils down to nobody gives a fuck they'll like They're still gonna use be T-Mobile. some like class action lawsuit Everyone mm-hmm. who participates after we'll your mail-in bucks. fucking rebate that you have to send <laughs> or whatever, they make it super. Honey, I got eight dollars from those. the lawsuit. X this box, no lo- no more, no less. Like, <laughs> and they send you like three dollars and two cents. You know, five years later. But with how quickly you guys turned on Netflix, I was and the rest of the world. Uh, to be completely fair. I was just like shocked. I was like, oh. I mean, I still kind of I thought they were the king and everyone else was kind of like the second tier. But now everyone just thinks that Disney Plus and Hulu are equal to them. And I considered them like the trash, you know? Like I thought Netflix was Apple and Hulu was Samsung. But I was wrong. I would, yeah, I would argue that Netflix definitely would be, could be considered like the Apple of their sector, I guess. Like they're just sexier. I'm not saying it's better or the the content, sure. the quality of their content. They were the better. they're the first ones to like do it. They're the first ones to do it. Yeah, and they did and it like, right. Did it you well. know, like yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Did it like the right way, right? So you kind of want to like hold Netflix... on to them like Coke or something, right? It's yeah. I guess yes. Yeah. I don't know. They definitely it, have the strongest brand say, in like, my head. They, they just like love to like cancel shit. Remember when they had the Netflix button on controllers? <laughs> like, everyone would be, like, raving about they a show. They're like, mm, nope. <laughs> TVs still all have 
uh, Netflix buttons, basically. Like, if you go buy, like, a new TV, I think Netflix just... They, they have, have, like, a Hulu pay, button? Probably. Yeah. They, I think yeah, it depends... Yeah, no, it, depe- it, de- it depends on, like, the TV you buy. Because some yeah. do Disney have, owns Hulu, like, don't they? Yeah. 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 Right. Or I don't know if they directly own. I think they, like, or They own, like, majority share or something. Yeah, it's like, it's something majority, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. If they bought them, that was probably a good little buy. <laughs> yeah, like they did buy But yeah, I saw T-Mobile had a big hack, and they said, quote unquote, it wasn't the most sensitive kind of data. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's such a and they were down like half a percent. Bullshit like, answer. What, what the heck? You know, like I don't think anyone cares. Even after hours, when did the news come out? I haven't looked after hours. You want to check it, Manny? Uh, down a percent and <gasps> 1.2%. And then wow. Yum Yum Brands. You guys heard of Yum or Yum Brands before? Yum Brands. They own Taco familiar? Bell, KFC, and I think Pizza Hut. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I just know them for Taco Bell. Um, yeah. But they had a cyber attack that, and they had to close down like 300 restaurants in the UK, I believe. Holy shit. Which what, like uh, they shut down their system or something? They're they're up point six percent after hours, so obviously they no one really cares. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like it's kind of crazy. Like this this costs a company tons of money because I these are ransomware attacks. So they're pretty much holding their information, and these people are saying like you can't operate. Like a lot of times they're, I don't know why they can't run the restaurants, but. <laughs> Uh, they probably took down their like system yeah in some capacity and um whether it's their pos system or you know they can't run and then they ask for a certain amount of money and it can happen in a variety of businesses and then they spend a bunch of money in cybersecurity after this right but it's interesting that it doesn't also affect their stock considering it costs them so much money as a setback uh in two ways right the ransomware and then also they have to buy stuff now <laughs> yeah and yeah, it's I like man that sucks okay i think because at the yeah. end of the day they view those companies on their output right and that doesn't like necessarily affect their output of product it does for like however long they're out but in the long run not really yeah i guess to me it, it's like saying Oh yeah, we're a good company. We just have a terrible HR system, um, and we don't we don't care about human resources whatsoever. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? And like, oh no, everything else runs fine, but you know, fuck that. <laughs> it's like, no, you gotta have that's a that's an important sector of your business, right? Like everyone agrees on that. And you know, cybersecurity, like you you gotta have that. And I talked about on the on the show before how like departments will just like cut their entire cybersecurity department <laughs> and be like oh it's like we're just saving money and i'm like oh my god like yeah it's like it is it is very interesting it's like execs gambling right because you could it's like or buying insurance <laughs> like you could yeah, or they just see it as like well how much do we pay these people and how much is it to pay the fine hmm let me do some quick uh exactly here <laughs> Uh, but if it doesn't affect their stock like this, then maybe it is, you know, financially better to just all let these people steal money from you. Like people do at <laughs> Gap. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Did you guys see that uh, 
the news about Tesla and them faking their promotional videos. More Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hear about that actually. Yeah. So it's under a deposition of a 2018 fatal crash due to self-driving. Um, one of their lead engineers, like, under oath, said that they staged it all and it was like falsely under done under like false pretenses basically and yeah like (laughs) pretty pretty nuts because like after um that video release in 2016 elon like tweeted it and was like look at this like this is no human like fully autonomous driving and whatnot and just like no asterisk no nothing it's a pretty big implication because I remember when this video came out in 2016. I think it was at the uh, like a, they have like AI days and they have like self-driving events or whatever. And this was like at the AI day and they were talking about the advancements of their self-driving. And they showed this video and it was like super highly criticized by like a bunch of people on like if it was real or not. And it kind of died down. And the fact that it's coming up again is pretty huge because this kind of started the pretense thought of like cars driving themselves and like them becoming an appreciating asset like that was said by elon because like also you can use it as a self-driving taxi more like valued like for sure like this this, they were like oh just like an expensive like luxury like vehicle that Uh doesn't offer too much other than you know that i don't know about luxury but you know what i mean like the higher end and then yeah it's a big seller of their technology like yeah, offering, exactly. right? This is a sector offering of that full self-driving is like a huge selling point, and like totally, a, a people expect to get it when they buy the car. Of, exactly. When you hear someone who doesn't have like the full self-driving, you're like, why did you even buy it then? Hundred you know percent. I, mean? I I would say a majority of the people that don't own a Tesla think that, right? I think that. <laughs> yeah, I think that too. But then it's like, oh, it's like an extra twenty grand or whatever, but. You think why not just money. go all in though? If you're already yeah, buying a car like that, that's what I'm saying. Like that, it's yeah. like that. It's not even like worth it alone. I feel like I feel like I'd rather buy a different EV at this point. Well, and it's proven that the car is not that nice. Cool. Like it's not a nice car. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, they also just uh, earlier this week cut the price on some of their models, and it seems a lot. like they yeah, it was like twenty percent on the Y, I believe. Close I think to they're back to like when they were cheap five years ago, though. Aren't yeah, they? no, I think so, and it, it. I think it's because they're trying to bring the Y underneath fifty-five k, because the the tax break or like the the credit that you get for EVs, it has to be under fifty-five thousand. Like yeah, MSRP. before the price reduction, there was like a was weird. Yeah, yeah, but th- there was like some weird decoupling of the 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 model range where like the seven seater Y like didn't get the credit, but the five seater did, and it was just like people were just like really like this doesn't make any sense. So they kind of had to lower all of them to make them in like the same ballpark for the the rebate. Does yeah. he want it to be a luxury brand, or does he want everyone to own a Tesla? I don't know. You, he wants everyone to own yeah, a Tesla. I think he wants everyone to own one, yeah. Then doesn't like how are they gonna fix all these? Like there's no you can you even be what an independent mean? Tesla uh mechanic? You no. can't. 
There's no way, right? No, so they, when they, they produce all these fucking cars for 35 grand, who's going to be fixing them in 10 years? Them? Like, who does that? Yeah. No one does that. I mean, you get the money from the sale and then money from the maintenance down the way. Yeah, but that's Honestly, a lot of operational You usually, have like, you usually have, like, technicians who, who do it, right? Like, if you have, like, a, a German vehicle, you need to go to, like, a, a German, like, mechanic you usually like who specialize in german um not vehicles. a german guy but yeah you knew what you what i meant <laughs> but yeah like that's so i mean if he's gonna just hoard them away then it, like all the mechanics and whatnot and all the knowledge then it's like goes against the right to repair there's been a lot of YouTubers that do like self repair on the Teslas, and as soon as Tesla knows that you did any work on like a battery that like they didn't approve of and clear off, they won't allow you to charge like in their supercharging network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll like they'll they'll find the vent and then shut it off for your car. See, yeah, like they're not gonna know how to run manage all those people. You get what I'm saying? They're gonna fuck up one time, and people are gonna say we're never using a Tesla again. Like you, ha there's tons of brand loyalty with car companies. It's like so competitive, right? Yeah. I just think that uh, they were doing really good as a luxury brand, selling these for ridiculous amounts of money. Right. I, don't know. I think as Maybe more and more people got them, the the real like kind of cracks started to reveal themselves. <clears throat> They kind of became a collectible too, and then people just recently realized that they're actually just a utility, and they're gonna drop in value like any other car that you use as a utility, and like even more so for electric cars for some reason. Well, I wouldn't say for some reason. I mean, like I like for some reason the, the electric car is more like your microwave than like. Like a Golf R or something, you know, it's like there's like some like passion and some like appeal to other cars, right? But for the electric car, it's literally just like get me from point A to point B. And once that utility starts running out, like the price just drops a lot faster than most. I agree with that. kind of weird i don't i don't know exactly why but. i think people that buy electric cars are very economical about the whole process versus with other cars um like there's different markets for it right is that kind of what you're trying to say yeah. or what you're saying yeah yeah i guess there's just like more there's more passion in the decision for like gas cars than electric cars right now Totally. Like people buy pieces of shit <laughs> cars all the time because they look yeah. cool. Because they like how it looks, <laughs> yeah. or how it sounds. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> or you like this, a the certain car... style or whatever, right? Yeah. Like as, as soon as like the old Leafs like got under, because they started with like a hundred miles of range. Say like once they got under like fifty miles of range, like they're worth nothing. Like yeah, that's a great like, example. Like, like no one, no one wants an electric car that barely does what it's supposed to do. They're literally yeah, worthless exactly. now. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you just could have got bought and bought it like you know ten years ago when when that was the the best tech. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had another Elon story, but um, 
I didn't want to bring it up, but then Spike brought up Elon. <laughs> hey, all I said was he tweeted. All I said was he tweeted. <laughs> I saw that they bring were... Up, bring on the Elon They were auctioning off a bunch of Twitter supplies. Oh, I did, I did see this. Yeah. A bunch of what stuff? Like Twitter office supplies and like the neon bird. And no like, way. Yeah, like Did you see how much that sold for? Dude, I wonder... I don't know, 35000 uh, I don't know. What's his uh, the founder's name? There's, Jack something? There was like or? a... There was like a sign... Jack Dorsey... There was a yeah. sign of like the neon board, like bird that was like a couple feet, like three or four feet high, sold for a hundred grand. Oh my Holy gosh, shit. dude, that's crazy. Damn. Well, because the company's probably dead, or it's gonna be huge. So either way, that shit's pretty cool to have, right? Yeah. Yeah. And up a hundred k cool. You think Elon's rare. gonna build a very stable business <laughs> that runs for the next four years, making a very <laughs> stable cash flow? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know what he's gonna do with Twitter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we're done it's with funny. Elon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go all, right, all right. All right. Nah. Okay. I, I, was, I was gonna <laughs> say it was, it was funny. Did you see most of it was like coffee machines and stuff? It was like expensive, like espresso machines that they had bought, like really? over time. I can't. Or, like I nice really coffees. Do. I don't know if I. And then Elon's like, nope, that. no more nice coffee. Like only Keurigs. Like we're gonna <laughs> keep it cheaper at here. Damn. <laughs> that is like the most boomer the mentality, one. but I kind of love it at the same time. What? You know, like, <laughs> nah. It's kind of like, hey, dumb. you guys have been bad. Like, let me spank you because <laughs> have they been bad? <laughs> They've been bad because of him. <laughs> no, like this. This is he's just gaslighting. No, this is all the extra shit from all the buildings of people that he fired. Not with for the people that are working there right now. I'm sure they're <laughs> they have their shit. You know. Yeah. Bit bit of a slight tangent. Did you see that uh, Twitter cut off all like third party apps? Okay. There's, what, what, <laughs> just, <laughs> what are third party apps on on Twitter? You so you can have like uh, like tweet bots and like different like Apollo is one of them. It's basically like they got mad about a single one, oh, didn't they? I see. I see. I think so. Yeah, yeah. They're mad it's about like one of to, them, and then they're like, you know what? We're done with all these. <laughs> you can't have any third party apps connected. Like, don't you know how, how like, doesn't Reddit have uh, third-party apps where it's, like... Yeah, I thought you meant it. integrated within Twitter. No, like, no, no, no. Interesting. Why? Yeah, yeah so, I like... no idea why they would want to do that. All these Maybe people he's that... trying to, like, make it more of a secluded, like, social media, I guess. He's, he's definitely trying to make it more, like, walled garden. Like, you can't just go into anywhere to get your Twitter feed. Like, you have to go to Twitter Yeah, directly. yeah. And it, se- it also seems like... Like doesn't uh, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat they don't have like that right? I don't know of any. Like, yeah, you have to go to point. Snapchat to open Snapchat, and you have to go to Instagram to open Instagram. I don't know. I feel like there was an old app called Snap Save that I used to go into a bit. Hmm. <laughs> or Snapchat. But I don't know. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> That's <a little laughs> quite fishy. interesting. <laughs> Well, can you say that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the license ran out on that one. Uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Anyone got any related topics you want to have some FTX in? news if you want to listen to it again? All right. Sure. All right. We'll see. We'll see what FTX boy is up to. Are you interested? It's not mostly about Sam Bankman-Fried. It's an interview Thank that God. I I like read. A- 
Hearing with the guy. new CEO of FTX. Mm. And mm. the whole who would be- want that? The whole <laughs> 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 the whole beginning of the story was about him potentially starting off the FTX exchange again. <laughs> And honestly, based on his quotes and then like what Wall Street Journal, this editorial person says, you know what I mean? It Mm -hmm. doesn't really sound like he's actually thinking that. He mostly said like, oh, this is his quote exactly. Everything is on the table. (laughs) If there is a path (laughs) forward on that, then we will not only explore that, we'll do it. Um, But pretty much he's just been going through the entire company and selling off everything they have. Like Elon's doing to Twitter <laughs> to try to find money to pay back investors. Pillaging. And he uh, filed chapter 11 and is, you know, going through bankruptcy. Right. And if you remember, I'm pretty sure I talked about it on the pod before, but he's um, like famously known for being the CEO that came in after the Enron fiasco. Oh. So. He goes in like during these situations, and Interesting. he was in that he scenario in the mud. <laughs> he does, yeah. He's like a Damn. war, <laughs> a war dog or something. <laughs> and um, he returned a ton of money back to investors for Enron, and I think that's why he was so praised. Right. And he took over sixty nine days ago, and nice. he said that. Their staff gave no indication of where any of the money was. <laughs> they pretty much realized there was no centralized register of like in any capacity where they would store funds. It was all just like in different bank accounts and like oh different my areas. God. Um, so did, did and this guy just pull a fast one on them under them under their noses? Absolutely. All the time. Holy. No, no, he didn't. Not this guy. Oh, 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 oh. Well, you're you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Okay. This guy, John J. Ray, is his name. The third. <laughs> he came <laughs> in and realized that FTX had no centralized fund, and like he doesn't know where the money is. None of the employees know where. Got you, is. got you, got you, got you. He uh gets help from Gary Wang, which is the co-founder of FTX, and then that chick, what is it, Caroline Ellison, who was the Alameda Research She's- CEO. But then they involved in the company. Well, he was getting help at first because they were involved, and then they pleaded guilty, (laughs) and so he lost those employees. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine going into your day job, and these people are helping you, and you're like, "They just pleaded guilty, John. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not coming in today or tomorrow, or really ever. They're they're gonna be arrested." Imagine trying to figure out like the inner workings of a company you know nothing about, and all of the head people are not there. It's all just the isn't plebs that interesting? That, like, didn't do a lot, yeah. and they don't know anything. <laughs> like it's like it's like you can't get into the bank accounts because no one knows the password. Or something. <laughs> exactly. It's like, like all right, here's a laptop. Good luck. <laughs> it's like who's the smartest guy in here? Uh, internet stuff. Oh, Calvin. Oh, Calvin. Can you log into this for me? Actually, I don't. They didn't tell me any of the passwords. What uh, would they that's tell? That's a group three password. I only have up to group four. I'm sorry. <laughs> it says here there's 439 groups. <laughs> it's like they probably just made it so convoluted and like just storing money anywhere. Right. And pretty much 
uh sam the only thing i'll say about him is he's been tweeting that <laughs> he doesn't think john's doing a great job <laughs> they shouldn't have filed for chapter 11 and he's a piece of crap john says that <laughs> sam's an idiot everything he says has like he said that nothing he's ever said has helped him and <laughs> he already knows more about the company than he does <laughs> damn <laughs> that's um, impressive he they disclosed that they did find five billion dollars in liquid assets and 4.6 billion dollars in an invested portfolio but this portfolio is they said like it's thought to be mostly bought in crypto startups and other private (laughs) ventures (laughs) so who's to say what it's actually worth that 4.5 billion dollars that's just how much they put into it um or 4.6 and then there's no records of like tons of their transactions including million dollar transactions sam just like kept no records of them he would just do them and yep and uh (laughs) i kind of my whole point of me reading this wanting to read it was i thought to myself like exactly what you said at the beginning calvin who would want to do this job (laughs) it sounds terrible like i can't imagine waking up and wanting to go into something that public and scary and people are looking at you and you have no idea what's going on they're paying him thirteen hundred dollars an hour holy shit he's on an hourly rate (laughs) <laughs> and on an hourly wait, they this is based on court filings that showed that's how much he was getting paid. Holy and shit! Also, they have to pay like a myriad of other lawyers and you know experts and other people, and that's all coming out of the funds that are going to be paid back to people. But so he's getting like flack for that, but obviously, like you know, someone's got to do it, <laughs> and he's the best of the best. <laughs> This man's making two and a half million dollars a year. Damn. He's only been working for 69 days, though. <laughs> but he's hourly. So, you think, Manny, that he's putting in 40-hour weeks? What do you think? Uh, I think I think as soon as his eight-hour day is done, he's clocking out. He's so he comes done home with... to his wife, and his oh, wife's going, go yeah. the fuck back to work. I don't want to <laughs> see you. I don't want to hear from you. He, he's the uh, he's the leave on early on Friday kind of guy, I'm sure, right? For sure. <laughs> he's probably, he's probably worked from home on Fridays. <laughs> he's like fudging his time cards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah i thought that was quite interesting that was the first interview that he's done since he started so yeah Um, i think there's just going to be headlines for years about this of different companies suing fdx and like trying to get more money i don't don't know like what else could come from it that's entertaining except seeing sam like behind bars or something i don't even yeah no i agree with you on that so uh, I found quite the fidelity find of the week this week. <laughs> so, fidelity story of the week. <laughs> they have this tab where it shows you the biggest gainers and biggest losers of the day. And GNS is up 290% today. <laughs> and okay. it, this, Not is bad. Off, this is off, the, off news of them hiring... Um, the former FBI to investigate 
um, for them. And let me tell you this rabbit hole this company has gone through um, <laughs> since they IPO'd in April last year. They're like a, they're like an education company that like sells like tech education, I think. And so they IPO'd at six dollars, and they just immediately dropped to like under a dollar. And they were kept noticing that like every two months they they fluctuated. And at the same time, when they're comparing the market cap compared to their actual assets and funds, the market cap was only like 20 to 25 percent of the actual like assets they owned and they're like what the fuck is going on every two months it just like spikes and goes back down and in December, wait can i stop they... you for half a second they yeah, yeah, yeah. ipo'd on april 12th i believe at six dollars yeah. on april yeah. 20th they were at two dollars <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and they just like didn't move and they yes. just kept falling down slowly since then to like yes. a penny stock <laughs> to, clar- to clarify about them IPOing, like they they said we're worth some money, and everyone said yeah, no. Poor, like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. And so in December, they hired this company to track their shares and like their purchases and whatnot. And they they came out and said earlier this week that they think it was because of illegal naked short selling. And today. The reason why they jumped 290% is because they announced they're appointing that F- former FBI director to investigate for him. What so are, all what is the he short sellers were like, well, we're done with here. The, so they're investigating the illegal naked short selling. It's uh, basically when like funds and brokers get together and try and like sell shares of a company that they don't actually own. Uh-huh. And then at um like so they'll sell like half of the volume of stocks and just plummet the stock price down to the floor. And then after a couple days, they'll tell all those people who bought the funds um, that or who bought the shares, tell them that like it didn't go through. And so they're gonna and then they by law they have to receive. Uh, give them their money back within a certain date and so what they do is they just buy it low and then just sell when it like they pull the shares out because they're not they're non-existent so this price just shoots back up so they just pay all these people's money back with profits they made off of stocks they didn't even own yeah that's so weird crazy yes i'm looking at the max at the max graph the, and it uh, happened multiple times. And from six dollars to ten dollars, and then it went back down to four dollars. I kind of want to buy this stock. This looks. Fun. I do too. I do too. No, this. What? Let me tell you. Why is like, this like so gambly? It looks like a little. <laughs> so the, let me tell you. Last year, I was looking at this tab on Fidelity before, and I noticed. Like the night I was falling asleep on Fidelity for some fucking reason. They're based in Singapore. And I noticed that this stock had jumped like a ridiculous amount. And so I was like, fuck it. Like I'll place a buy order in the morning uh, or for the morning and just go to sleep. And I didn't put like a lot of the skin in the game. because it was like a complete gamble. I woke up and I sold in the afternoon, like plus 40 or 50% on my investment. It was insane. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, it's up after hours 36%. So this she's still chugging. Oh, for sure. And what's funny is the um the CEO just posted like a blog post on their like on their website <laughs> like announcing this and just like listed out all the like things that they noticed and like he started he starts off by saying a few months ago i suspected someone was stealing from our company oh my gosh <laughs> but i kind of want to just yolo a few few dollars that way and this is the most random business you've ever brought up I know, it's like, right? It says and, it's a global ed tech and education company yeah. with over 2.7 million the students. Analysts view them at around like $11 today. So like, cause they've shown growth of like 60%. No, okay. It feels like I'm being sold a penny stock from the Wolf of Wall Street right now. <laughs> Honestly, like for real. L- listen, to, in, listen to this company real quick. The company operates through two segments, education yeah. and, and campus, where it has resorts in bali south africa which run entrepreneur retreats and workshops and a genius cafe <laughs> an entrepreneur beach club in bali as well as a genius central and entrepreneur co-working hub in singapore what does any of that mean <laughs> it offers home child care and investment education service how is that combined operates know, entrepreneur seven million education campus <laughs> that provides a range of programs from pre pre-primary through primary school educate its entrepreneurial programs for kids <laughs> what it's like it, they're just it's making... like it's, it's like we work but you can drop your kid off for daycare and have them learn <laughs> they've been running for oh, that's like years. The cost. they just all work through the we work system <laughs> <laughs> but they also have like business development tools oh a consultancy like i i really it's it's all around entrepreneurship and training people is kind of what it seems like yeah and and almost like classes and stuff their website looks like it was made by you spike if you google it real quick like Like you could have made uh, this And in yeah. one of your classes. <laughs> I probably could have. <laughs> they offer programs at the master's, bachelor's, and associate's degree Yeah, it's level. probably like... We should all get a degree here like and then thing. come back to the this pod. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. How much is it? <laughs> get a master's degree for $19.99. They got to change that to an SAS ASAP. So why do you think this went up 350%? 2K Holy into this crap. thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, here's the article. Wall Street stole 300 million from me. I'm getting it back. <laughs> yeah. Come on, go in with me. <laughs> we hired Wes Christian. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I just feel like uh just want to bring that up cuz 290% just off of news of hiring an FBI di- uh director. This company sounds so sketchy. It could be like an inside job. Like one of the professors was like <laughs> teaching a class on short selling, and then all of his students like had to buy like short shares when we were investing in, in the class. <laughs> it does sound very like, sketchy, Spike. <laughs> it is. It is. But like, when was your last YOLO play? It has been a while, and I yeah, didn't want to do one. That's what. That's right. That's what I thought. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever year, YOLO played. YOLO play. I have done a couple YOLO plays. 
Yeah, I, one of, I one one of them was uh, actually Doge. <laughs> one of them was that arrow clean I mentioned where I made like 40, 50%. That was a that was a great one, actually. Oh, you know what I, I, I saw recently that I kind of wanted to bring up? And I don't know the facts behind this. So I, I'm mm-hmm. saying this. Um, this is just free throw of me looking times? at the ticker today. But Net and Datadog are where I bought them two and a half years ago. You should look at how much they're worth now. Remember when they were over 100 bucks? Yeah. And they're the only companies that provide that type of like uh, DNS security or whatever the hell they're doing. It's like yeah. that, that cloud-based. What are they at now? Um, Datadog is at $67. Mm-hmm. And Net is at 42 Six months ago, Net was at 77 Damn. And they, they kind of yeah, live in a bubble. So there's only so many of these companies doing something. So if they're all going down, it's almost like, you know. Well, we know T-Mobile wasn't using them. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like. T-Mobile I, is probably using Genius Group Limited, the, the WeWork of Southeast Asia. In in a year, Datadog has gone down fifty percent, and I know like a lot of tech companies have, but not compared to other security companies and you know uh, like server based companies and stuff like that, which are not like super volatile. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. like Fang or something. No, I remember I, I remember you raving about Net. At least two years ago. Yeah, I made a lot of money on them. Yeah, I feel like I followed you in. Not as early as you, but I definitely followed. I This might be like a YOLO play too. Because I don't really... Like, I barely know what they do, honestly. I read what they do on their website, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so what's any different about fucking GSN? I, I actually know what they do, and limited. they scam people. <laughs> <laughs> Just like every other university. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to look up their CEO on LinkedIn right now. Brad Warkin. Oh, I found him. No way. He's out of Louisville, Colorado. Didn't know there was a Louisville in Colorado. But oh, my right. God. I just totally like docked some we've... random guy. That's not him. <laughs> 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 that's a guy with the same name. <laughs> Sorry, Brad Workin. <laughs> hope, hope you're not listening to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since you guys are talking about CEOs, I'll, I'll, I'll give my CEO story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Dimon, he was doing a little interview with uh, CNBC, and they had to bring up the obligatory Bitcoin c- question because everyone wants to know what the largest bank is thinking about Bitcoin. Right. And uh, Jamie's always been pretty pessimistic about Bitcoin, so he gives his same like um, he's like uh, when they bring it up, he said uh, Bitcoin itself is a hyped up fraud. It's a pet rock. <laughs> and he like basically and he basically calls it like all these like it's it could be a scam or whatever and then one of the hosts brings up that it's like oh it's a really good store of valuable it's uh, st- store of value it's it's it, uh, immutable it's scarce 
and then he's just like, there'll never be more than 21 million Bitcoins. And then Jamie was like, that's totally untrue. Um, you know, who who says it's going to stop at 21 million? Like, get the 21 million, and then Satoshi's picture comes up and then laughs at you, like, for thinking that it was, <laughs> like, immutable. So, like, he was just putting it down a lot. And then uh, they talk about uh, blockchain technology. And he's like, oh, well, actually, I think very differently about blockchain technology because Chase in, like, the whole NFT and last big Bitcoin bubble they uh, invented their own coin, the JPM coin, where apparently they've done no. um, a lot of a lot of big money transfers already. Like Jamie was talking about how they do uh, overnight repro repos and in- intraday repos of just like big money transfers over their own uh, coin and like the the blockchain technology. So it was uh, it was interesting so you can't to hear buy like the Chase coin. Um. I don't know actually. I never looked into it. Or is it just like within their system? Because I feel like that'd be going against what he just said. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I don't think you can buy it. Um. I think it's just their own like technology on like the their blockchain protocol that that they developed to to um move money internally. Right. I mean, it's it's pretty smart. You can't can't fault them because it's yeah. Instant, no, I right. It's it doesn't it's, like it's, have to go through it, a, a system. It's not like instant instant, but it's a lot faster yeah, than yeah. wiring money. Like wiring money these days can take like one or two days. Like it's yeah. Like when you're when you're moving big piles of cash, like it's not that quick at all. So for the, for uh, institutions to have like such large assets and be able to move like fairly instantly, it was just interesting to to see their perspective on it and like a bunch of other huge institutions like BlackRock and stuff have invested in different blockchain technologies. But uh, this was just in the news because Bitcoin's up like 20% in a week ever since like going down, what, like 80% or something. So Damn. people are trying to hop back on the Bitcoin train and you guys Jamie gave his little Bitcoin? two cents. I own some. I have a little bit, yeah. Fractional shares. <laughs> Are you? Uh, I, I, I never bought share. a full one before. <laughs> are you personally? Selling? Are you selling with this plus twenty percent then? Um, I no. Yes, <laughs> I would say. I think. <laughs> I, I think. I think you boys have YOLO plays in stocks, and crypto is kind of my YOLO play. Fair like enough. Like if I like put a if I put a hundred bucks in there, like I'm looking, I'm looking to get a thousand at least out of that. That sounds like <laughs> a long term play. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a yellow play can be a long-term play. It doesn't mean it's got to be short. I disagree. I disagree as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. We have different definitions of yellow plays, then. What? <laughs> My definition is just like it's super risky. $100 that, that you're going to keep in, in there for life, basically? <laughs> no, say like two or three years. I'm not. I'm not seeing this. You're not seeing the appeal. No, a long-term YOLO play that doesn't exist. How how can that exist? How is that showing any like <laughs> risk? It's a it's a high risk investment. For that's example, over time. <clears throat> when we all lost money YOLOing on Meta, we thought it was going to be a long-term play into the future of this new business. 
and we lost that money. <laughs> see, you see, you see, Meta was not a YOLO because that's actual business with like actual revenue that you it thought was, was supposed to be company. upheld. It should be called Mang now, shouldn't it? Mang? I, I think they actually started switching it around because the valuations have changed so much. Really? Yeah, I think they want to put Tesla in there. No, they're not even in like, Silicon like a, like Valley. A, like, like a tang or something. <laughs> tang. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Where is that? What's the N? Netflix. Yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, they did change it. Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Meta, and Microsoft. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same ring as Tang, but I right. think Fang is yeah, just I like, like it was a nice strip or something. <laughs> you thought Fang meant what? I, I think it's in like that strip of like Silicon Valley or something. Like it was in a specific area. I didn't know it was like the top you know, tech companies or something like that. Yeah, but they're usually all from there. Yeah, fair enough. Tesla was Silicon Valley until like two years ago too, so. I think they're half-breed. Yeah, also Google's alphabet. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Bring back G. I'm going to say fang to my kids and they're going to look at me like I'm a complete moron. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) I found that that CEO of Genius Group, by the way, and he looks quite sketchy. (laughs) Yeah. He says, I am a social entrepreneur living in Bali where I'm growing three businesses I founded. All three businesses are committed to supporting the global growth of the entrepreneur movement. Entrepreneur (laughs) Institute is a community of one million plus entrepreneurs, mentors, and investors in 90 countries. (laughs) The website is 2.7 million. <laughs> He's updated his LinkedIn. Yeah, he needs to update it. I don't know. Sounds like uh, a Wolf of Wall Street that went public. <laughs> All right, well, I'm sure I will let you guys know tomorrow how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I when it goes I'm, from two dollars to 50 cents <laughs> i think i'm going to place a buy order after this podcast <laughs> i like that idea a lot mm-hmm. but just not for yourself and your own your absolutely own money. not <laughs> okay interesting it's a little too yolo for my books yeah you're right it's almost end of the month i forgot you guys have rent <laughs> I don't I don't think my brokerage would even let me place a trade on that stock. They would just deny it. It's a this has to be fraud. This yeah, has to be fraud. Let me check There's a no way. Will even let me do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. That that thing looks so sketchy, Calvin. Uh, you always do come in with the weird fidelity freaking idea. Come on. I've been on a hot streak lately. Come on. <laughs> What's it called? GNS? Yeah. Man, I could buy some right now. <laughs> 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 little, little buy order. Wow. Wow. What's you stopping know what's crazy? you? 
is it says it's at 260 but i only can buy it at 284 right now it's on a lot of people there's an after it. hours it spike. probably isn't showing you the after hours yeah oh you're right oh my gosh boys <laughs> so you'll at least pay that could be less could be more this Depends was on the open on wow. the early market what just looking at how much they went up just today. <laughs> I told you, 290%. <laughs> All right, do we have any more stories? <laughs> or are we just going to analyze my my YOLO play, the Fidelity Find? I think it was a fun, a fun idea. Thank you. It was a fun idea. I, I think it's going to be a fun execution as well. We'll have to see next week if it played out or not. <laughs> okay. If, we'll if, if 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 we're gonna bet, I would say no. I would say if you place your bet tomorrow and buy a share, it's down twenty five percent. Are we adding to this VR headset? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good bet, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys.